hidden treasures of the 119th Psalm. Today we dig around in the fourth verse of the Ion section in the 119th Psalm. It's verse 124. And very cool, you know, we've been lining this up with sort of a template of the Isaiah 11 passage, which gives us the anointings of Christ. And as we know, each letter is Christ, so we get to see the anointing of these letters in those orders, so, so to speak, because the fourth uh, anointing of Jesus is the anointing of might. And so when you look at the might, kind of the idea of, you know, what <laughs> is the strength of this particular uh, letter and it, with what it has to do with God's vision, God's providence, and this idea of servant. When you are, when you've accepted the vision of God, then you become a servant. And so this is amazing. Verse 124 in English reads, deal with thy servant according unto thy mercy and teach me thy statutes. And, and so you know, this, this verse really reminds me because the idea of deal is that word do. You remember that famous passage where Jesus asked the blind man, it would be pretty obvious what the blind man would want him to do for him, but <laughs> Jesus asked that question, what would you have me do for you? Well, here, you know, it's very cool. The psalmist actually tells the Lord what he would have him do <laughs> for him because that word deal is like do. And so he's saying, do unto me according to your hesed. That's the idea of loving kindness. It says uh, mercy here, but, you know, it's, it's like, you love me, Lord. Show me you love me. <laughs> and it's, it, it's really cool. And then he asked for this thing. He asked through, you know, just time and time and time again in the psalm where he says, teach me your statutes. And, again, we've talked about this many, many times, that the statutes are what they call the high, hard ones, the ones that, that don't necessarily make sense to us, but clearly are, are very holy. And so when you look inside that word statutes, I know we've done it many times, but I don't think I could ever get sick of it, is this idea that the first letter is a het, which means life. And so clearly the statutes have something to do with life. And the second letter is a kuf. Um, and the idea, we're going to study that coming up very shortly, but that's sort of like a heart cry, it's, and it also has to do with holiness. So this heart cry of holiness that, that has to do with life. So it's kind of like saying, Lord, what, what gives you life in your heart, Lord, th these particular things that we can do that would bring you life? You might remember, and um, I'll tell a story that will kind of illustrate <laughs> the whole thing. So this morning, as I was you know, just marveling at this concept of, gee, I can ask God, um, what would you have me do for you? And so, you know, it's an opportunity for all of us really to say, here's God, that God, this is what I want you to do for me. And so I, I said that to him. I said this morning, I, I really want to see some way that I can love you better. I mean, and, and this is kind of what the psalmist's heart was. It's Jesus, how can I love you better? And immediately he reminded me of a very sweet passage in Jeremiah that I've thought about time and time again over the years. It's in Jeremiah 31, 22, and it says the Lord's going to do a new thing that the bride will encircle the groom. Well, the, the bride is the church. And if you think back to the letter we just studied, you know, the psalmic 
is this idea of circle. And, and so as I asked Jesus, you know, what, what, what can I do to love you? He reminded me of how much I love that concept of, you might know that in a Jewish wedding, the bride encircles the groom seven times. And the idea is um, kind of like in Jericho, which again, this all has to do with this letter Samic. And he reminded me of this this morning. It was so beautiful uh, that, you know, when they, when they marched around Jericho seven times, it brought down the walls. And so the idea of going around the groom seven times is to bring down the walls of the groom's heart, that, that, that this marriage is going to be a union of um, when, when the two really get closer, then the walls come down and they can really be themselves. And, and so Jesus reminded me of how the psalmic fits into that so nicely because the idea of infinity, it has to do with the psalmic, it has to do with cycles. But, uh, you know, I hope your marriage is like that. I'm so blessed to have the, the wife that I have that we sometimes encircle one another in an effort to get, you know, down the walls so that we can truly love one another. And so I love what the psalmist did is, is he, you know, it's like, here's what you can do for me, Lord, in your love, show me how to love you. <laughs> I mean, and and I just love that idea. And, and so Jesus just said, Robbie, encircle me. You know, it was like, man, I, I want to do that. I want to bring down your heart so I can see you more clearly. I love, love, love the might. Think about this, the power of that in our lives. Um, you know, in your loving kindness, like deal with me, Lord, love on me in your loving kindness by showing me how to love you through these high, hard statutes, which, you know, the one that's always just jumps out at me is love the God, the Lord your God with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Well, that strength word is miod in Hebrew, and that's with like all your, all like everything you've got. And so this gets back to this whole idea of, man, this is God's vision. This is his vision is that we are going to have the same vision, right? That our love is his love. And the things that he loves, we love. And so this is the might of the letter I in from my perspective, one an anointing that we can ask for. Lord, what, what would you have us do for you? Show us, show us how to love you. We thank you so much for listening and for studying with us today in the 119th Psalm.